0: That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can't you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything that people are afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? All right, the clock is rolling and we're back on. We are. It's Oh, man. I don't, We're rusty at this.
1: Yeah. And, <clears throat> and just to catch everybody up, because you probably, you know, if you're a regular listener, you've been... Hearing my voice, uh, we had I had a family emergency, and had to. We were literally going to be in the studio the next day, and I ended up having to get <clears throat> on a plane to go and help my folks <clears throat> out. Uh, and then between that and then just our schedules, it's been a solid <clears throat> month. But we're now back in the studio finally, getting a little more content in.
0: It's been crazy, and it's like, he was like uh, you like you text me and you would say, "What you got free? Uh, look at it." And I don't, I don't want to say nothing, so I'm like, when is the next date that I'm available? Uh, and this was this literally the was literally the only week because tomorrow we're we're traveling to do a little family vacation, and then uh, back out again into Dallas. And
1: yeah, between you and I, because yeah. I, I feel like
0: our schedules are
1: always like
0: we make we opposite. change our lives. Though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: that's the try. key. If we weren't doing anything, then I don't know how really good the podcast would be. <laughs> It'd be the same old stuff, but, but, you know, trying to reinvent ourselves in a a sense, like, I would say reinvent. Matter of fact, it's like trying, working on continuing our growth. Yeah. Right? And so as we grow, we can help other people do the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's good to be back uh, in the studio, and and I haven't seen you since... We've talked and chatted but we haven't been together since the last time yeah. we were in the studio I don't think.
0: You have I look the same. Yeah. You have longer hair. My
1: hair is definitely I just <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day I'm in this weird you know phase where it's it's uh it's unruly and it's growing but every, I was getting it cut before I'd go to speak or you know do anything and so it wasn't growing the way I wanted it to and now I'm just like all right I'm just going to let it
0: go. That's the good like before I go speak, I cut my hair. I always clean shade every day I speak, right? It's like it's almost like showing up when I was in the military, like showing up every day, a looking presentable, professional, um, still doing that. I, I really enjoy that. But as we went through the holiday season and then, you know, spending more time, like I just stopped, you know, I went hiking in Appalachians. I didn't cut my hair. I just let everything grow out. But I also realized I don't like beards. Mm. Yeah. don't want hair on my face it didn't <laughs> feel right and i'm not okay with it <laughs> but that kind of leads me into lead us into are you happy
1: see we haven't lost it
0: yeah it kind of leads us in. like i wasn't happy with that hair on my face like i just was not and it was not okay not never um it's too prickly
1: yeah you think so i think it depends on your type of beard too but you just got to there's definitely a phase you've got to get through, and then after that, it's all right. I
0: didn't make it through that phase. Yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> it wasn't okay, <laughs> and I, I even thought about laser removal. So oh my never, god! So it never comes back. <laughs>
1: you went extreme.
0: I don't like it, man. It just didn't feel right, and I and I have a and so I wear a CPAP at night mm. for my sleep apnea, and it feels like it breaks the seal. Yeah, you I know think what it I does, mean. Yeah. And so, um, if I had to pick, like facial hair, you know, looking like a uh, amazing public figure that I am, uh, or rest,
1: rest, the rest, rest is always wins. It, yeah.
0: and I just I, I, one day I woke up in the middle of the night and literally shaved.
1: Wow, that's extreme.
0: I just didn't want it. Just, I wasn't happy with it, right? Yeah. And again, the, today's episode is about: Are you happy? Ask yourself. We talked about like oh you know New Year's resolutions like what but, but what is. What really is a New Year's resolution? Are you happy with who you are? Do you need to do something different to become somebody different, to accomplish different things that you did in the past? That's what it is. So are you happy? And so I'm going to start off by asking Jody, you've retired for how long now?
1: I'm coming up on my second year.
0: Second year? Yeah. I it's haven't even been hit a year my and a first half. yet, right? Yeah. Are you happy?
1: I'm, I'm as happy as could be. You sure? Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Well, I think first you've got to define happiness, right? And we were talking about that a little bit in the car on the drive over is how do you define happy? Is it I want to make a ton of money? I want to be able to do nothing. I want like everybody's got different levels of what they would consider happiness. And my happy is definitely not going to be your happy or anybody else's happy. We all have different levels of that. So I feel like you've got to kind of dial in what your happiness triggers are and and be able to kind of like bring all that together before you can look at it and say, am I happy? And Or am I 80% happy? Or am I 50% happy? Right, And that way, if you know, well, I'm very happy in this part of my life, but I'm missing this other Mm. piece, then you can kind of start to build that plan of, well then how do I get that other piece so that I I'm, I'm more holistically happy? I don't think anybody's ever 100% happy. I don't think you that you never get everybody
0: a full 100% man. Why? Well it's just
1: I mean it's what it is, right?
0: Like I was like it's I was like I talked when we talked about failure. In oh that boy. conversation. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> but no, it's like you sit there and you think, right? And you ask yourself like we all are happy in different ways and what I've learned is what makes you happy changes. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, sure. that was... I think that was my... I've been doing a lot of soul searching. Mm-hmm. York, the, and you, for everybody just to know, that like you're probably going to hear this soul searching in the next probably four episodes. <laughs> uh, or maybe more than that because I'm still on that journey. Like, I haven't stopped. And, and I asked myself, am I happy? And so, you know, we did very well financially last year, right? And so... Was that enough? It's like, was that what I really wanted? And I, I walked away financially more sound in a sense, right, and more uh, literate in that area as well. But I didn't feel happier. Like I didn't feel like I, I didn't feel that like that, that ease that I thought was going to say more money, more problems type thing. And that made me start questioning things like. Am I doing the, the right thing? Because we talk to people. I talk to people all the time. And a few listeners that are, that listen to this podcast uh, will probably be like, oh, he talked about me. But we do things that make us a lot of money because we've always done things because we've been taught that we have to make a lot of money. But then we realize that we're making the money and nothing is changing. Like we're getting more things and we have this. We, I think we substitute that temporary euphoria, but it doesn't last no longer than the moment, and then we're on to the next thing. And I've learned for myself that that's not bringing me value anymore. And um, to be honest with you, I don't know where that is going with me. I don't know.
1: It's a, I've got this vision of like a dog chasing its tail. <clears throat> and I feel like when you're chasing money, just for the sake of chasing money you're just chasing your tail you know there's no end to it there's no point in it It might be fun for a minute but when you catch it you're just going to fall to the ground and be like all right I caught it now what and like I didn't crush it financially last year but I feel like I was happy the majority of the time and then when I found myself you know not as happy or like kind of getting grumpy about something I was able to ask okay what what's going on right now that's making me grumpy? What am I doing? What's my piece in this right, and what could I change? but just like we were talking on the way over, I've got several trips planned out over the next three months, and so when I look at you know of course, I've got my military retirement, and that keeps us status quo. that keeps us right where we are, can pay the bills, mm-hmm. can go out to dinner, you know, do a little bit here and there, but i'm i'm that's pretty steady so Any money I make outside of that is to bring joy in, which is like, you know, I want to go on surf trips. I want to go to music festivals with my daughter or do fun stuff with her. I want to go on big trips with my wife or with both of them together. So when I'm looking at that from, because those things bring me joy and that makes me happy. So then that's a part of my equation of, well, then I need to make X amount of money to be able to do at least those things. So then I'm not chasing my tail. I'm actually working towards something that brings happiness and joy into my life as opposed to just, like, trying to make a ton of money and grinding and then foregoing that time spent with myself, with the people I love, uh, and the people I enjoy being around.
0: That was huge, bro. Uh, I wrote down use extra money to bring it, bring joy in. Like, that's, I think I, yeah, I just had a, like, that was very important to me. And I think that's where I have to get to, like, take that, um, go that other, excuse me, go that other direction and refocus, right? Because, there is a certain pace that we have to maintain to keep that level of income coming in. Right. There's a, there's a pace, but is it too much? Right. would like when I, if I look back at last year and I know, you know, for me, I haven't even been retired a year yet, but uh, when I, as you know, I hit the ground running like hard, Mm -hmm. like sprinting. Yeah. (laughs) And, and everything was happening really fast, you know. Uh, I was getting gigs, and I'm still getting. Like I'm still getting, feeling that residual from that 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 effort. And I do understand that I need to keep a certain level of that effort to to, to maintain the lifestyle I want to live. To your point, that bring in that joy. Um, but I don't remember a large portion of last the last after what well, I, I retired June first officially, um, and. I know I had fun doing certain things, but I don't remember. Uh, if that, does that make sense?
1: It makes total sense. And, and,
0: you it's know, there, but it ain't there.
1: Yeah, because it it wasn't maybe, it, you know, and I guess I would ask you, was it meaningful? Were those things that you were doing meaningful? Or, you know, we were talking about a trip that maybe you were going to go on with your daughters, and, you know those are meaningful things that you'll remember forever. Like last year I went to Coachella with my daughter. I still talk about that. Like it's still in my head and now it's, you know, we're already looking forward. We're going to go to the high water festival this year in South Carolina. Those are meaningful as opposed to like the business trips that maybe you had some fun, maybe you met some interesting people, but those aren't, those aren't as, um, they don't take up as much space in your heart.
0: I did a lot of business travel last year. Um, I and if I say, you know, you, there was one trip that really stood out for me, like business-wise, it was with uh, Johnson & Johnson Vision Care. Um, it stood out because it, like, I think it was like a, um, a pivotal point in my my growth. Yeah. In a sense, um, the people, the experience um, created friendships. Um yeah, it's more repeat business. Yeah, but like, like I don't know, what it was about like, and, I, and I've spoken at a, a couple of Johnson and Johnson events uh, for different companies within the company, and but with Johnson Johnson Vision Care, like the the, the people were so welcoming. Um, you know, one invited me to his house when I went to U, when I went to Utah. Um, there's another, there's two young ladies that are really good friends. I, I will call them friends and I don't call everybody friends, but we have, you know, valuable conversations and they've given me <clears throat> information that has helped me grow as an individual, not as a business person or anything like that. It's, and then it's really, um, and I think I was just, you know, I was meant to be there to speak at these events because the people that I got to interact with really, it helped me write the write the book that I'm writing it was, and it's that book is more of me than any other book that I've written has been because they I had to evolve to to give them what they needed in that moment and I appreciate that
1: so that brought you joy that made you happy <clears throat> but if you look at a lot of the other stuff that that we do oftentimes as people you're just grinding but it's not making you happy so for our listeners, then, how do you shift into those gears? How do you start to ask yourself, okay, what's bringing joy to my life? What's making me happy? And what's not?
0: Man. Um, I guess you shouldn't feel like you don't remember it.
1: <laughs> that's probably a good <laughs> that's, that's indicator, right? That's a good
0: right? indicator, like, if, if what I'm doing, I say I'm because we believe that we need more money. This is the, you we. Know, we this comes up because this is what, just, it, we, we're consumers, right? That's what we do. We consume everything, literally. And we think we n- need to have the, the money to make the happiness, to, to have the things to make us happy. And we keep repeating it over and over and over again. And we say, oh, my life is good. But I would venture to say, if I remove that thing that you said made you happy, would you be happy? So, if I remove my travel, would I be happy inside and I would be. Right? Because I didn't create memories. Like 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 to your point. When I've traveled with my daughters, and even when I like I, I remember a point where, where we um I had all my daughters except one, and it was the holidays, and my daughters—I uh, got one that's six, one twenty-five, twenty, twenty-one, right—and it's funny now because they're you know they're adults. They, most of them are adults, so the conversations we have are different. Right? <laughs> they're totally—they not—they not kidding not conversations. And then uh, my oldest are really—they got a—they got some jealousy towards the the baby, right? She's she probably she, getting everything. She, yeah, that's yeah. What, so they say. Right. Uh but like I told them, like I've learned to be a better parent. Like and it's, oh, so you weren't a good parent. I said, I was doing the best I can at the moment. Right. Yeah, of course. And I step I remember stepping back and just watching them laugh, watching them interact with their mother and their sister and, and reminisce. And it was like, like why 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 am I just now doing this? Why am I just now realizing how important this is? And it was the that I think that was one of the things that pushed me like I need to spend more time with them, like my grandson he's two years old Roman and that boy and something else right and and he said something to me one day he was like I said I'm about to go run he said Papa why are you leaving me right I'm like what well, I'm not leaving you bro yeah, I'm coming just back going for yeah, a run. I'm like, hopefully I come back like that's the plan yeah uh, and I'm like. I used to wonder why parents would go fly to see their kids or fly to see their grandkids or move to where their kids are. It's like, is that true? Happen? Like, is that where it lies for me? And I would speak for myself. I can't speak for everybody else because everybody might not have the family right. that I have or whatever it is. But I do feel that same way about friends. Like if if I've been going through a whole lot of deep, deep deep thinking and like if i could have, if i could have jody and juan and mike on the same block and have my family there and they have their family there and we could all get along and i can wake up and just be happy i mean i mean what's better than that
1: yeah i think mm-hmm. the key element is to yeah. like hold the things like really sit down and determine mm-hmm. that what is it that mm-hmm. makes you happy and it was interesting i was working with the group um a few months ago And it was a law enforcement group, right? And Mm -hmm. one of the, I'd made a worksheet for him and we were going through this this workshop. And one of the questions I had on the worksheet was, what do you do for happiness or what do you do for fun? And when was the last time you did it? Mm. And Morgan, I was walking around the classroom. I gave him 10 minutes to kind of like, you know, fill out the worksheet, fill out the answers to the questions. And then we talked about stuff. And as I was walking around, Almost to a person, everybody paused over the question, what do you do for fun, and when was the last time you did it? And when we started talking about it, most of them eventually were able to, to figure out, like, oh, I, I fish, or I hunt, or I do this, or I do that, right? They, they knew something that brought them joy personally, but the question of when did you do it last, the majority of the people in the audience answered, I don't remember. So they know what's bringing them joy. They know what they need to do to fill themselves with happiness, but they don't have time. Or I should say probably a more accurate statement is they're not making, making time. It all, yeah. Because everybody wears the, you know, I'm too busy is yeah. a badge of honor, right? So it's, it's, I don't have time to do that. Now this is a public service, you know, the law enforcement folks. So it's, they're very servant minded, right. service minded. And, you know, constantly covering shifts and doing all that kind of stuff. But then you, you factor into that family and, and everything else. And I think it's a lot of times people don't sit down and figure out what are the things that I need to do to, to be happy. And then how do I factor that in? And for us, if you think about how our situations have shifted, neither of us have to work. No. We could live our, you know, kind of like...
0: Still a pretty good life. Still, yeah, yeah right? Especially in North Carolina. <laughs> yes.
1: And so then what is it that drives you to work? Part of what brings me joy is is talking to people and working with people and helping people be better leaders, better teammates, all that kind of stuff. That actually brings me joy. Right. So it's fun for me to go do those things, but I also have to acknowledge the pieces of... Your own business and doing all this stuff that I don't enjoy, and we were just At talking all. about this, right? <clears throat> so, there are things that you can pay somebody else to do your accounting or whatever if, if you don't feel like doing that on your own. But I feel like you've got to identify the things that bring you joy, the things that you're okay with doing, and then realize what is in or out of that circle and how do you make time to bring stuff in the circle that's currently not.
0: You gotta, but dude, during that, you gotta, you gotta have total peace in that moment, like you can't be thinking about other stuff. Like what I found is when I first tried to start thinking about what makes me happy, it was in the midst of chaos. It didn't work. It was like tainted. You know what I mean? So
1: maybe the first step then is to, but then, okay. So the chicken or egg question, right? How do I find peace if I'm not happy? So you're saying you need a peaceful moment to explore your happiness.
0: I think we just got to, we gotta pull ourselves out of the rat race for a moment. Like you gotta say, like, let me take a pit stop. I think that's what it is. Like you can you can get back to it because obviously you wanna complete what you started and get to and do it that way. But when I like I when I was when I when I was going through it, when I was in that grind last year, I didn't think about this. This wasn't even a fault. Yeah, you can't. What no, because you gotta what Okay, I got to be here. I got to be there. I got to figure out this. I'm preparing for this. I got this content has to go here. I got this uh, talk, 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 talk. That's what we do for a living. I talk for a living. And it wasn't until I made a trip for the first time I went and not the first time I hiked, but the first time I did an overnight alone. Mm-hmm. And, and not like at a state park. Like I was on the Appalachian Trail. And I was eight miles in any direction. like to some form of dang on civilization. And it was just me. And it was really cold too. So a little adversity in there. It was so, it was cold. It was so cold that day. And it got dark early, right? It got dark around like five o'clock. And at home, five o'clock, you're in the house, the lights are on. Yeah. And as you know, when lights go out, Mother Nature, lights are out. yeah. And it wasn't the moon out that night. So it was really dark, and I was like, "What do I do?" I didn't bring a book, I and I did it all on purpose. Like, I didn't, I didn't want anything. Uh, my phone, because I did reach for the phone like always, no signal. That was the universe probably right? sending you a message. I had downloaded no movies. I yeah. had downloaded, no, it was just like nothing, and it was, it was just like, and I sat in it for a minute, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Like, I don't want to be here right now. And I had that moment, like I don't want to be. It was always uncomfortable. It was nothing. Like it was nothingness.
1: You were uncomfortable being with yourself.
0: Yep, it was uncomfortable. And it's the same thing I talked to everybody else about. And I was uncomfortable. And I was like, it was eight miles out the trail. And it was another three miles to the house. I had a fifty-five pound pack on. It was like below it was below um, twenty degrees. So it was really dang on cold. And it was pitch black outside. And I'm like, I can hike out right now at least I'd be doing something, mm-hmm. right? Because my mind's like, you just need to do something. And I'm, you know, repacking my pack inside the tent and, and you know, doing all kinds of stuff and thinking about things. And I just wasn't, and, I, and all night I couldn't sleep because I kept telling myself, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I need something. I would look at my phone like the signal would come back or something like that. And I was so used to being in the rat race, that I didn't know how to make a pit stop, and as the next day came and the sun came up, and I and I, it's almost like I had been through like like I had taken Alaska or something. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like I woke up I was like, what was that? Like yeah, what, like what you know, was some kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, it was wild.
1: Hallucination was, journey. My yeah. mind was
0: going crazy, but it showed me how uncomfortable I am with me. And I wasn't, and I'm not okay with that. And like, it's really as we we have a lot of conversations, and it's made me think about where where do I go with here? Like, where like what makes me happy? Like, what is what 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 do I have to do to 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 fund the things that I believe in? Recently, I bought a a, a lawnmower. They're like, and my friend was like, you know, you don't need all that. I said, no, I don't, but like. I've always wanted to like to like to do that. Like for my, you know, I always want to do like cut grass, and I like the beautiful. I'm a creative. Like I like that end product. Like man, that looks really good. It's clean, and I enjoy that. And I like gadgets, and the lawnmower is a big gadget to yeah, me. Yeah, it's a big gadget. So, and believe me, this is a—but I show you this thing. <laughs> uh, Skag, throw it here. Skag is a Skag lawnmower. Tiger Cat too. Go ahead and look <laughs> it up. It, and it's in and. and But I I was happy, and I don't get happy purchasing things because usually I ain't purchasing nothing for me. I rarely spend money on myself. And um, I told myself, like, you can make all this money. You can invest in all this stuff. But I had a friend of mine, and he's very well off, and he told me, he's like, but if you do nothing with it, if you don't enjoy the time with yourself or your family, then what is all this for?
1: Yeah, and I think that's back to almost like having a purpose for the things that you're doing.
0: Yeah. So does
1: happiness follow purpose? I think it does in the sense that yes. if I mm-hmm. know what the purpose is, whether it's you know the purpose that I'm making money or the purpose <clears throat> of my life or the purpose that I'm, you know, trying to bring this whatever it is together. Happiness sits within that.
0: So, so I guess if we're going step by step, we need to we need to a take a, a, a pit stop. And whatever we're doing in life, and and that doesn't mean you had to go hiking in the Appalachian Trail, but it's like, how do you separate yourself from the chaos? And then during that, really focus on okay, what is the purpose that you're trying to, to get to? Like yeah. what is?
1: And and I would say even before <clears throat> that, realizing what station you're at in your life. Again, we're in a different station yes. now because <clears throat> yes. I think about my happiness when I was in the military and working all the time and doing all that. There's there's a certain level of that that is out of your control. You you have to be at work at certain hours, you have to go on deployment, you have to do these things. I mean, you can choose not to re-enlist, obviously, right? Just like
0: somebody. But can I was happy from, in being around my Marines. Uh, right. Being with like that made me he's like, You go on vacation, I'm like, man, I'd rather go back to work.
1: Right. So you find <laughs> happiness in that. But i I guess my point is realizing what station you're in in your life, because like you said, how we determine or define our happiness also changes with the points we're at in our life.
0: I don't have to grind anymore if I don't want to. And right now, before I had to grind to get to here.
1: Right. But you were oh. finding yourself grinding and then maybe asking yourself, what am I grinding for?
0: Yeah, because we get used to it. Like, yeah. we, you, I mean, I spent 43 years getting to this moment. And now you want me to say, I need you to slow down. Huh? <laughs> it's like, because you got, you got, what? Oh, this is a good one. Life's momentum. Right. That that I have. And, you know, that 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 abrupt stop is jarring internally.
1: I think what people when you just said, you know, and now you want me to slow down. The question I would ask anybody is, what are you afraid of in slowing down?
0: Scarcity. Scarcity. That's what. Yeah, I had that. Me and Juan had that talk the other day. Because like a lot scarcity. of people, I think, you know,
1: like <clears throat> they fear slowing down because they get into that scarcity mindset.
0: Because life says, if you, it, when you do nothing, you are nothing. That's what society has taught us. Like when you, if you don't work, you ain't gonna have nothing. You ain't got no money, you ain't gonna have nothing, right? Uh, or even when we see people go off into the wilderness to do less, they like, oh, they crazy because we've we've already been programmed to think like when you lack movement in your life if, if you're not creating something a part of something or with something you're you're nothing
1: or they'll well. think you're not happy
0: yeah something's wrong with you something's
1: wrong with you and there's a lot of people that are extremely happy whether they're doing nothing and and how do you define nothing that's that's you know that it,
0: that was a hard thing for me to grasp when you watch people end up like we got people that are because I live. We live, you know, military. A lot of people around here, and there's so a lot of retirees on my block. And like, we got these people that, that are just they live in this house. They they pay people to fix it up every now and then. They do some gardening. And they go in the house, and they do that every day. And I'm like, how can you do that? That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> like, it sounds so boring. Uh, but like, but things like, but I'm happy. I said, but you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. I'm trying to put my junk on them, right? He said, but no, this is all I need. This is all I want. All I want to, and then you got to your point, like some people just like, I just want to go fishing. Yeah. I'm like, and like every day just sit there? They're like, yep. That's it. And drive to the same spot or different spot and just throw the line in and may not, he said, you might not catch nothing. Yeah, but that ain't the point. But I'm there. And then even now, like, when I say it, it sounds... You're, like, you're your body language is Yeah, you're like, it's oh. crazy, bro. It's like, I could do it. Yeah. But to continuously do it... Right. Right? It's like, okay, I can find that peace in the moment. So it's like, oh, you meditate? Well, I can meditate. And I do spend a lot of time with myself, you know? But even then, I can't sit with myself that long. And I, I'm always talking about people sitting with themselves, sit with themselves... But we get caught up in that, man. And and it it doesn't we're reprogramming ourselves. And Mm -hmm. it it is it is a point like and we to to your point at if this had happened earlier in my life, I would really still like to have been aware of it. You know what I mean? Maybe you can't retire. Maybe you should retire. Maybe retirement is, is not, doesn't look the same to you as it does to me, which is, is very likely.
1: Yeah, but we keep <clears> – <throat> so I, I feel like we're on the money track, right? But let's let, – especially in the military, you can't chase more money. It's not like you can, hey, increase your sales, no, right? So it is
0: what it is. If
1: you're in the corporate world, there's that piece of it. So when people think grind and they're like, well, I'm working late so I can sell more, so I can make more. That doesn't happen in the well, military. Well, that's that piece,
0: though. is that justification of what we. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So,
1: if you, even if you remove the, the financial element from it, for you know military folks or people are like, well, you can't make any more money in the military. No, but there's promotion, there's projects, there's there's all this other stuff.
0: Billets. And, yeah. So yeah. you're still
1: chasing something, right? And I think it's a matter of wherever, whatever industry you're in, is is pulling the throttle back long enough to. Why look are we at chasing yourself. It? Yeah, well, Why are look, you chasing find it? that peace first. Find that quiet. Maybe I shouldn't. I think quiet is a better, better word than peace.
0: Okay. Find because the quiet. quiet is
1: like let's find some quiet. Okay. Like you did in the mountains, right? And sit with yourself and and start to ask the questions: Is this billet or promotion that I'm chasing? You know, is it is it taking away from all the other things that I want to be doing or need to do to be happy?
0: And I oh. So that makes things like, well, I'm thinking like what people kind of question what people to ask right now We as we talked about this is like, how long do I sit in the quiet until it's uncomfortable?
1: Maybe. That's, or until you have answers. You have to go through the discomfort. It's got
0: to be uncomfortable. I mean, I think it's but uncomfortable. But not everybody's
1: going to have to be dis-
0: but I, uncomfortable. But I, I, I'm not talking about a physical discomfort. I'm talking about like.
1: No, no. That's what I'm saying.
0: Like, this, it's almost like you get to a, that mental place. It's like, why am I doing this? Like, you start questioning everything, like.
1: But I think some people out there, if they find the quiet, mm-hmm. if they're self-aware, they'll be able to connect very quickly.
0: Right? Hope like, you so. I hope so.
1: I don't feel like everybody's got to sit to the point of discomfort. I would say sit till you start finding answers to the questions. But first, you've got to find quiet. Then you've got to start to ask
0: the questions. I think asking the questions is the discomfort, though.
1: Maybe. For you.
0: But maybe not for everybody. I think it's for everybody. I Again, personal opinion. That's why we owe the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and maybe I look at discomfort, like, uh, or maybe we're saying the same thing, <laughs> but, but differently. Um I don't know. Let me think about that. Like, I don't want to have a big long pause on the podcast because, like, I'm trying to like soak in what you're saying at the same time. And like, there's this point where I don't, I don't, I I call it discomfort, but because I know that when I bring certain things, like, it's something that we we don't that we don't want to accept.
1: The reason I'm I'm like at odds with you on this is because I feel that for some people it might be comforting to actually be able to finally find peace and ask themselves the question that they've been wanting to ask themselves for a while. So it might not be uncomfortable for Maybe everybody. Maybe I'm
0: questioning the the acceptance and, and that, yeah. that, that pivot point. Yeah. Right? Because some, like, you're right. Some people need to be very discomforting or in, in deep discomfort to, like, get into that. But then there's some people that that discomfort is, like, a second. Like, mm. oh, oh. Right? And then like, they're in it. Then yeah. they're in it, right? It, it, it takes less work. It's just, it's just like, oh, I haven't been doing this. This is what I'm going through. This is why. And then there's other people it's like, I don't know if I can do it. Right. This is too much. I, am I ready? Like, they really sit in that suffering for a long time. So, okay, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Do y'all get it? I don't know if they get it. I, they can't answer me back. So
1: I think finding <clears throat> the quiet.
0: Okay, finding the quiet.
1: Asking the questions.
0: Asking the questions.
1: Seeking those answers. Or allowing those answers to come in because some people will probably be hesitant mm. to accept the answers that present themselves.
0: And ooh, this—that's a big one. That's mm. a, even as in coaching is that's yeah. huge, right? Because we can get we can we I can get you like go meditate, go be by yourself. That's because that's a thing. I can tell you just go do that. Yeah, right. We can work with that. Then I can say ask yourself the questions. That's the work, right? Like just like the guys writing down, like you had the question, and then it's like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we don't
1: always want to hear the answers, right? That we know it's, are correct.
0: He's like, when the last time I did it, and then you start thinking, like, you, and then in your mind, you are trying to think of, like, I know I've done this recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. I know I need to do this, and it's like, no, but you haven't, and that's the biggest p- the piece when it comes to coaching people. That's when we. That's when you can hit the biggest walls. it's like it doesn't look like what life has told you it should look like. And your answer is totally different than the, the answer that everybody is telling you should have. Yeah. And you don't, like, I shouldn't accept that. No, that doesn't, that doesn't compute. And he's like, yeah, that's it. But that ain't what I, that ain't what people told me. That ain't what I've learned exactly why you should probably do it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's the total opposite of where you are, but it's the very place you need to at, at least explore. And I wouldn't even tell people, like, you've got to go a certain direction because as you're in this journey, you have to explore different, uh, different paths to, like, which one is better, best fits me for where I'm at right now.
1: Well, and only, only the person can answer that. I mean, that's the fundamental concept of coaching is we all have the answers in ourselves. And when you, when you hire a coach, that's what you're really doing is you're hiring somebody to ask you the questions that are gonna pull the answers out of you. I can't tell anybody to do anything. I can't give advice to anybody about anything, right? If you're, especially in like a coaching situation, it's my job to ask you that question where you're like, "Hmm," and then the answer comes out, and you're like, "I knew this all along. I just had to say it out loud."
0: Or well, we just didn't want to accept it. Or but we you didn't, need that validation from somebody right. else, like, "Yeah, that is it." Like, I've had. Many clients, that are, they're like, I don't know, I don't know. And I said, I'll just ask the question, what about this? Yeah, I've always thought about that. So why are you never explored it? When,
1: whenever somebody <laughs> says, I don't know, I always ask them, what do you know? Mm. Because then that. they pause and they have to think, okay, well, I know this, I know that, I know this. And then they're like, damn. And then they're off to the races on, you know, whatever path they were going down in the first place. The one they were saying, I don't know about they will tell you enough things they do know about that, that then they realize they know. do know. The yeah.
0: Answer. And I, I don't, I don't even like that. I don't allow my daughter to say, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I say, you know, one, you need to stop and think about it and just say what you're thinking. Like, it's okay. It's okay to say that. And it, we just got to give ourselves some grace, right? Cause you know, in life, society doesn't give us much grace, um, to be unique, um, to think differently. Like that's almost shunned in a way. Um, but if you with you, you should be – when you with you, it's safe to be.
1: It is, but that's where a lot of fear comes yeah. in because that voice in your head knows all of your fears, all of your secrets, all the stuff that not everybody or maybe in most cases nobody else knows. And that voice in your head is the one that it's, – it's that mean kid in high school. Like it just knows the right buttons to push. So when you start asking yourself those questions – or challenging yourself about maybe this, maybe the that, money isn't yeah. you know it's that voice in your head that says well if you don't have that money you know I'm using that so as you're, gonna an example, then you're gonna be poor again you're gonna be poor you're gonna you know it's it just knows the button to push
0: yeah. they going gonna, gonna know that you're fake yeah There's this imposter syndrome that'll yeah. kick in you've is... gotta
1: you've got to, you've got to oh. and that's where that sitting in a quiet you know being in a quiet place and being able to ask those questions and look for those answers. And just realize that you're going to have, that voice in your head can be your, your biggest enemy or your best friend. And if it's, if it's your best friend, how do you continue to build that relationship with it to keep it friendly and supportive? And if it's your biggest enemy or if it's a bully, what is it that you have to do to change that relationship?
0: To tame a, the beast. Yeah. You're
1: the only one that has the power to change the relationship with that voice. But that voice is usually the one that's keeping us from doing the things that make us happy.
0: Are you listening? <laughs> I missed this. I'm not because, like, I always said it. A bit, even last year, it was like it was therapy for me as well. It's like, and I enjoy the the, the banter or the the conversation, however we want to uh, describe it, because it may, it forces you to think, right? And so, one thing good about coaching, you know, even though you know we sit here and talk to each other, it's like. You may be feeling or seeing the same thing the other person, said, but the way they describe it like opens other doors, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely
1: a second set of eyes on it
0: opens other doors, man it's yeah this is this is these are the things that bring value, and um, I guess I'll give one last tip because this what just came to my brain um if you're around a group of people that are not willing that are not exploring that, it's really hard to find the comfort in exploring it for yourself. Um, and so sometimes you have to change your environment and it it only, you don't mean you got to change every friend or every family member. It just means like finding somebody that can meet you where you are. That's it. And you don't got to pay. No, sometimes you ain't, you got friends, you got spouses, like just that person that will give you that honest answer, that will give you the grace that will be empathetic and compassionate with the, with, with the dialogue that is that, that is given back and forth. and um, But when we're in a space where it's, I think that's where, I think this all lends to finding the quiet, um, it's hard to do that because you, you we are human and we are su- susceptible to pressure, different types of pressure, peer pressure, work pressure, life pressure, financial pressure. Um, and so just being around people that are doing the same work that you're wanting to do, reading books of people that are doing the same work that you want to do, uh, or involving yourself in organizations and or groups that are doing the same work that you want to do can help um, assist you in this process.
1: Yeah, And I think people <clears throat> that will just genuinely listen, and I'm, I've got a book recommendation for, for you listeners out there, I'm, I'm about three quarters of the way through and it's been really good. It's called You're Not Listening.
0: You're not listening.
1: <clears throat> and I forget who it's by, but it's called You're Not Listening. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, very good book. And it's all about the power of listening, active listening. There's some uh, author talks a little bit about the physiology behind listening, not in a weird, nerdy way, just enough to kind of validate it. But I think the, the key is it will make you question how well you're listening to the people that are important to you in your life. And then... How well are the people that are important to you in your life listening to to you? And that, to your point, Morgan, it will help you find somebody within your circle that could truly sit down and listen and help you work through some stuff. Because questions I would put out there for you all is, what makes you happy? Write that down. When was the last time you did that thing? And then what motivates me to do what it is that I'm doing? So in our case, right, we're retired. What motivates us to keep working? For me, it's because I love the work. I love working with people. I love helping them be better leaders. And then the financial aspect of it is what motivates me is being able to go on fun trips and and continue to fill my happy cup, Yeah. right? So when you can identify those things and realize, too, that you're all at different stations in your life. So whatever your station you're at, it's not going to be permanent. And what makes you happy now or what you can afford, not even financially, but time-wise, emotionally, whatever, might not be as much as the station that Morgan and I are at. And you know what? I look at folks that are you know, in their 60s and 70s that I know, and they're in a completely different station than we are. So right. it's this evolving process, but you have to continually find quiet once in a while in your life to be able to ask these questions and answer them honestly so you can keep building on your happiness.
0: Easy day. Well, that's a wrap. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say that after that. Uh, thank you all for you know stay tuned and being patient with us coming back uh, into the studio and um, I hope you were able to go back out there and enjoy the other episodes that we've done. But you know this episode is awesome even to me is awesome to be here and we're gonna record some more and you know stay tuned every week as they, as they are posted and we'll see you next time or.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, happy to be back, and uh, thanks for hanging out with us.
0: See you later. Bye.